Welcome to Good Intentions, the podcast where we explore the world around us to find meaning and intention in what we do. I'm Kelly Harvard, and I'm on a mission to spread positive stories that will inspire you to live a more meaningful and connected life. Here on the Good Intentions podcast, I love to explore the subject of purpose. It's part of the reason why I started the whole thing. I'm constantly curious about how we can become more deeply connected to the world around us and how we can gain clarity on what our path should be in the world. In this episode, I revisit conversations with many of my incredible guests to explore how we can fulfill our purpose with meaning and discover our own authentic power leading to the highest and truest version of ourselves. I asked all my guests what they felt their purpose was on earth, and the responses are thoughtful, inspiring, and so insightful. I recommend taking time to ask yourself the really big life questions like this one. Answering it might change your life. The full interviews with these talented writers, speakers, and thought leaders can all be found in the Good Attentions podcast, along with other insightful conversations. Hiba Al-Fakir, psychologist and mind hacker. Our purpose on earth is just to be happy. Full stop. It's to find our own happiness. We don't actually have a purpose. That's my perspective. We don't have a thing that we have to do or serve or say. We're, we don't have to do that. But what we're here to do is find our happiness. And that will feel, that's why they call it the pursuit of happiness. But because actually happiness is the inside job. And when we get to that place, then you answer the question. Then you're ready to fulfill any other thing you want to do in life. And we can have multiple purposes in life, but they're not why you're here. You're here to remember that you are love and that you are happiness. Full stop. Erica Doyle, founder and MD of Drink Dry. I think it makes the place better. I think our generations before us have failed us in few areas like climate change, environment. They, they have failed us. You know, the industrial revolution has brought a lot of innovation and a lot of kind of technology and other things that are good, but they have failed us in terms of looking after the place that we call home. So on a grand scheme of things, you know, we are here to make things better for the future generations. And it doesn't matter that somebody before us didn't do that well, we've got a chance to do better. And on a kind of smaller scale, you know, I always think if I had a bad day or I wasn't a really great person yesterday. Maybe I lost my temper at somebody. Maybe I shouted at my kids. Maybe I didn't get home at five o'clock before bedtime that I say that I religiously do. Every single day is a better day to make a change. Every single day. And again, as I always say to my girls, be the change you want to see. Be the change you want to see. And when I first came to Dubai, there are many, many, many things that I love about this place. But there are a few things that I disagree with. There are some things that sit uncomfortably with me. And they were one of the things that I remember saying to my husband, that's why I would leave Dubai. That's why I would go back to the UK and kind of bring my girls up there. And then I thought, no, because, you know, I can be the change that I want to see here on a very, very small scale, but I can do something better, Right. So I'm super fortunate that I have two nannies who help me with my three kids. That's how I do it because they help me. And one of my nannies has a four-year-old little girl who lives with us. She goes to the same school as my little one does. And for me, that's the change that I want to see. It's tiny. Like, you know, you take on the grand scheme of things, what's happening in the world. There's so much badness in it. But my little role in one person's life, it's so paramount. You know, I'm making something good. So I don't know what the big purpose is, but just look smaller. Like, what can you do good today that will have a good impact on other people? Sasha Bates, psychotherapist and best-selling author. 
it's such a hard one, but I think it is probably what I've been saying all along. It's about being here for yourself, being here for others. It's about trying to spread your own knowledge to others and being able to absorb the knowledge of others and taking that on board. I think it's about learning to be kinder to yourself and to others and also to be kinder to the the world and the planet and species that are not our own and to understand that we are all connected and we are part of this, you know, huge environment of trees and fungi and animals and that we're not separate from them. And I think it's about grappling our way towards understanding that connectedness. You know, we think we're like, I can't remember who said this originally, and I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, we think we're these little islands, but underneath there's a, there's a land mass that we're all connected to, just like, you know, trees that all look separate. And then we now know that they're all connected by our root systems below the ground. So it's just understanding that connection, I think, um, and doing whatever we can to promote that notion and to feel into that notion. So again, it's not just a cognitive thing. It's an embodied feelings, a feeling of connection to others and doing what we can to enhance that and to help each other. Aliyah Raja, public speaking and confidence coach. Oh, the big, big question, but definitely a big question there. I mean, it's definitely something I ask myself and like ponder over. I think if for each person, this is the way I see it anyway, of course, there isn't one answer. I think we all have our own reason, our own purpose of, of why we're here. And we all have a gift. We all have something that we can do in this world. From my own perspective, I've always seen it as like, we don't know why we're here on a big scale, but if we can within ourselves, just ask ourselves the question of what can I do to make this, you know, the universe as well that we live in a better place in some way, then I think we should it's our responsibility to do that. Or if we can give back in some way, if we have a gift, there's something we can bring to the world, then that is our purpose. And I think often when we feel very lost in this world, it's because we're not doing what we're supposed to do or what we can do. So I think it's like figuring out while you're here of what can you do here? What's your gift? What makes you unique? What do you like to do? And give more time to that. So that's really what I think it is. It's like, um, just finding out what your thing is. And, and I think contributing as well, contribution. And it's not just about ourselves as much as I'm all about personal growth, personal development. I think what causes unhappiness is when we make everything about ourselves. You know, we're selfish, we're self-centered. So it's giving back, it's contribution, you know, contributing to the world and making the world go around is, is our big, one of the reasons why we're here. David Golding, Sober Coach. Wow. I think that I've been searching for the answer to that question all of my life. There's no doubt about it. Fundamentally, I've always thought from a boy growing up, because I wanted answers. That was why I studied physics and I studied nuclear physics and cosmology. Those are the two things that I'm interested in, which is about the universe and where did it come from? And I like the physics of that. And I like to understand where all the elements come from, from exploding supernovae and all of that science. But, let, but let's get back to the question, which is why are we here? And I think that I'm quite spiritual. I believe that we are part of the fabric of the universe. There's no doubt about it to me, which is that I see the impact of my interpretation of, of God, my higher power. He puts things in my way for me to learn lessons. So for example, I think I used to pray to God, God, give me patience and give it to me now. Well, that's not the way it's going to work, is it? Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that just shows the insanity. But I think that what God does is put things in my way when I need to learn things. And I look out for these things. And for me, they're called God winks. When something happens, a, a nice event, I have to accept that I'm not in charge. 
that there is a God. But this God, for me, isn't a sort of bearded guy that lives in the clouds. It's about the fabric of the universe. So what's my purpose? I think my purpose is that I've been given the gift of a life, and it's now for me to make the most of it and learn how to be the best person that I can be. And that's what I believe in, that life is difficult. I think I used to want to believe that life should be easier than it is. But the truth is that life is difficult. We come across things, we're all going to have to face death at some point. So for example, there's a good example that we're going to, we better learn how to cope with that. Otherwise, as Jordan says, are you going to be the person in the church who's a crumbling mess? Or are you going to be somebody who can stand up and be relied upon? So I think the purpose of life is to go through life and almost win through the battles and trials of life whilst still being a positive and helpful and humble person. If there's one thing that I've learned, that, which is in physics, there's four fundamental forces in life. There's the strong and weak nuclear forces, there's electromagnetism, and there's gravity. But I think in years to come, we will find that there is a fifth force in the universe, and it's called love. Cassie Mather-Reed, Life Coach. So for me, my purpose is to help more women and to make sure that the generational trauma doesn't get spread through all the coming generations. That's kind of my purpose. James Lafferty, Olympic coach and CEO of Fine Hygienic Holding. Our purpose, my purpose is, is to leave the world just a little bit better than I found it when I was born. We have all have three choices in life. You can come into the world and make it worse. You can talk about a Hitler or, you know, other leaders, you know, that made the world, you know, they killed thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people. They made the world a worse place. That's option one. Option two is you can make no impact whatsoever. You can be self-absorbed and I, I'm all in this life for me and what I can get out of it. And, you know, they don't make really any negative impact with their self-absorption, but they don't make any positive. And then the third is where the special people reside, which is I want to make the place a better place. And everything they do, they, they look at it through a different lens. I run a company in this part of the world because I want this part of the world to shine and I want to build something that's a publicly traded company that can bring Arab pride and pride in this region and show even that little Jordanian company can make it big and make it global. I coach athletes in the Philippines. Why? Because I believe sports is a nation building tool. And look at what the Moroccan team did for Morocco. And, you know, coaching these guys in the Olympics and having them win medals brings national pride and national dignity, which can help be a, a major glue that builds a nation. And so everything you do, you're just trying to make the world a better place. And, you know, I'm a big believer in random acts of kindness. One of my guys works and calls it positive surprises, which is somebody, they, something happens to them, they weren't expecting and it surprises them. I call it random acts of kindness. Which How could they manifest for you? Do you tell us about some of those? What, what do you do? The big one is, and you know, I always do in the holidays is, is I'm blessed in my life. And when you are blessed or uh, you live in the penthouse of life, so to speak, and I do, I have an obligation to send the elevator back down for more people to get on it and come up. And the big ones is, is using this job to, you know, give people a chance in life that maybe they wouldn't be given a chance because they didn't have the right education or the right CV. You know, my time in VAT, I got a call from London one day, HR, and they said, there's a demographic in your company of 400 people. We don't get it. And I said, what is it? And they said, 16% of your people are single moms. And I said, yeah, I haven't thought about it, but it makes sense. And they said, why is that? I said, because I only hire on desire. 
people that have desire and the will to win. I don't interview on like paperwork I, I, and who your daddy is. I interview on desire. The most motivated, greatest employees I ever meet are, are single moms because they're superhuman. They're not even well, like it was. Raise kids. They have to raise kids and then they have to like bring food home. They don't have anyone to count on. They're totally self-sufficient running this whole household and this whole operation. They're amazing. And so when I interview people and I ask the same questions around what were the difficult moments in your life, the single moms just went. And it's not something I did consciously, but now that I reflect on it, yeah, we do have a lot of single moms. They're the ones that blow me away. Yeah. And now in this company, it's all single moms. You know, we're, 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 this building is full of single moms because I interview people and I only interview on who they are. I don't interview on their name and their daddy and their mommy and do they have a prestigious university degree? What is that human brain being bring to the party and work ethic and desire and willingness to never quit means something. That's the most important thing of all. And so I don't do it overtly, but we've given so many. I mean, every time there's a sob story and there was a single mom on Facebook that my wife found. Two boys from South Africa, husband's dead, can't get a job here, all this stuff. Now she's working for me. I took it off Facebook and I interviewed her. I made other people interview her and then we hired her. You know, it, it give people a chance. Use this pedestal that I'm on as a, as a basis of change and helping people. I'm, I'm big on going around to the construction sites and other sites, especially on the holidays. I'll do, I do it every Christmas with my kids and go and bring food and bring meals and, and bring gift baskets and put a smile on people's faces. Makes a big difference. Give them a night, give them a night of great food. And, you know, they don't have to worry about some box lunch, they get a wonderful meal with turkey and gravy and, you know, the whole bit and give a smile on their face. Lisa Ray, actress and best-selling author of Close to the Bone. I think this, I think sharing our stories, learning and growing through each other, falling, failing, growing, knowing ourselves. You know, they do say one thing that's always stayed with me is that we are the universe knowing itself and growing through us. And for some reason, that really stays with me. I'm a lot more peaceful today. I mean, if you talked to me 10 years ago, I would have given you an entire like PhD thesis on why we are here, or I probably would have collapsed into tears or something. I think that we all contain divinity and a piece of the universe inside us is watching. And it's quite beautiful to know that, to be aligned with that. And to make friends with it, because then you're never alone and you're always exactly where you need to be. Professor Rose Ann Kenny, professor, physician, and best-selling author of Age Proof. Well, of course, I very much believe in evolution. I believe in, I, I know that's been the case, how we've evolved and how we've evolved from right through from being a single cell to aquatic creatures and to now land-dwelling creatures predominantly. Why we are here, I, I, my own view is that it's chance and that there may be other living mammals even, but organisms on other planets. I mean, it's so vast. How, how do we know? How can we say? And, and I think our presence here is, is a chance occurrence. It fits very much with what we know of molecular biology, et cetera. And a lot of it is terribly ad hoc. I mean, there's very often when you go to look at why and you go back to the molecular structures, basic proteomics and all of the things we can get at. 
there isn't actually rhyme nor reason to why why all of those mechanisms and systems and pathways had evolved, etc., which is why it's quite complex to learn because there's nothing intuitive about a lot of it. So that kind of chance, chaotic, chaotic way of evolving uh, makes me think that, that well, it's, it's pure chance that we're here and the way we've evolved. Anne Hyatt, leadership strategist and consultant, best-selling author of Bet on Yourself. Philosophers have been debating that question from the beginning of time. I don't, I don't. But I think just my initial reaction, my gut reaction is three things. The first is to learn, as I just mentioned. I think constantly pushing ourselves and just being better tomorrow than I was today is my barometer. So I think it's to learn. I think it's to lift. I really want to be here to use that learning not just for my own, but to use my tide to raise all ships. And that's something I'm trying to be really purposeful about right now. I feel this great privilege of having been apprenticed by some of the most impactful people in the world. And my mission now is to democratize success. I want to get everything I've learned out of my head into as many minds as possible, especially underrepresented entrepreneurs. We need more people participating in designing the future of this world that we're all going to share. So I want to learn as much as possible and I want to lift as many people as possible. And the third is really to love. I just got home from visiting my family in Seattle. I live on the other side of the world from them. And I was really struck by how core this value is in my family and exhibited by both my parents. They just love so deeply, even strangers. And um, that's a goal of mine to become even more like them and to really find opportunities to truly make the world a better place, no matter how seemingly small or insignificant, but look for those opportunities every day. So learn, lift and love. Dennis Murphy, Blame Recovery Coach and best-selling author of The Blame Game. I think we all share one underlying purpose and it's to know who we honestly are and i think regardless of your religious your philosophy philosophical beliefs every single person on the planet has got that one goal and that's why life's really generous it will just be relentless in the messaging and the signs and the signals and the encouragement for you to break through all of your control all of your blame so you finally get to know who that person is. And then you create a life based on that person, not the fake one. And that's when you get access to how effortless life is designed to be, but also how magical it is. And that for me is, is the one purpose. It, for me, the purpose is me to be a coach or to own my company Roundtable or be a co-founder of my other company Beyond Bamboo. That's not my purpose. These are just extensions of knowing who I actually am. And they give me feedback all the time as to what I need to work on in terms of my healing. And I think if you imagine an ecosystem that no, each individual knows who they honestly are, and we've got better at listening to ourselves and listening to each other, then that's, a, that's an ecosystem that can only do one thing, and that's flourish out of control. And that's beautiful for me. And that's what drives me to do what I do. Thanks so much for listening to the Good Intentions podcast. You can find links to issues and to books that we discussed in the show notes, and you can look for the podcast on Instagram. It's Good Intentions UAE. Please do make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this conversation, I'd so appreciate a review on whatever platform you're using. It helps more people find out about the podcast. See you next time. <laughs>